On this episode, we talk about our favorite Walt Disney World Park Entertainment. This is episode 130 of the Main Street Magic Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Main Street Magic. I am your host, Jeremy Stein, and I'm joined by my lovely wife, Rhonda. Hey, guys. Make sure you check us out on the web at MainSTMagic.com. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at MainSTMagic. And if you have not joined the Capture the Magic community out on Facebook, go search for it, ask to join, uh, answer two very simple questions, and we will most likely approve you. But it's a very fun, informative group, uh, so we would love for you to join, uh, be a part of the community if you have not already. And don't forget to listen to the Capture the Magic podcast with Jared and Jamie at ctmpodcast.com. They release new shows every Monday and Thursday, and then Jared and I release a new Diz Dudes episode every Wednesday on that very same feed. And here at Main Street Magic, we have new shows on Tuesdays and Fridays, so the Capture the Magic Network has you covered all week long. And if you are looking to plan your next Walt Disney World, Disneyland, Disney Cruise Line, or Universal Orlando Resort vacation, reach out to Melissa Pilgrim with ears of experience. You can reach her at M-P-I-L-G-R-I-M at themouseexperts.com. Uh, she will help you get the best rate, uh, book your vacation, plan your fast passes, ADRs, and all of this is at no additional cost to you. And finally, uh, if you love the Capture the Magic Network and you enjoy our shows and you want even more content every month uh, and you want a sneak peek at the first few episodes of the new CTM at the Movies, as well as PDF downloads of show notes, uh, Facebook group that is private to this community, uh, you want to go to ctmvip.com, check out Club 32, uh, and you can join either for the year or by month to see how you like it. So go to ctmvip.com. All right, today we're talking Walt Disney World Park Entertainment. Uh, so this is anything in the parks. Okay. And this is, I, I went off of what Disney's description is on their website, uh, and this includes fireworks, parades, shows, and music. So okay. that's that's what, how we're going to do it. Um, we've picked three from each park okay. and, and ranked them. And then as a little bonus, we're going to do a character meet and greet from each park that we think is the best. Okay. Sound good? Sure. Have you looked at this list? Nope. <laughs> I say we, yep. but I put this together last night during our uh, fourth Hallmark movie, <laughs> which by the way, my apologies to everyone for being incorrect, both on the show and in the Facebook group that it is not um, Candace Cameron Burke. I thought it was Candace Cameron Burke with a K. It is not. It is Burr. Okay. So I've been incorrect, and nobody decided to step up and, and tell me I was wrong. Oh, well, who, how'd you know? Because we were watching one last night, and it just happened to pop up. And I'm like, wait a second. They're missing a K. I literally thought it was a typo. And then I'm like, I looked her up, and I'm like, oh, my God, that's her name. I thought it was Burke this whole time. Oh, She's funny. married to a hockey player. Ooh. Valerie Burr. Oh. Yeah. So uh, my I apologies for that. But we did watch quite a few Hallmark movies yesterday. We got through five? No. Four? So. It was at least four. I think four. And the Santa Claus. <laughs> so we were yeah, busy. Yeah, we did nothing we were busy. but watch movies. I don't say nothing. We accomplished quite a bit. All right. <laughs> so we're going to start in uh, the Magic Kingdom. Um, and again, we're going to kind of rank. And some of these may be a surprise. Some may not. And as always, we would love your opinion uh, in the, the Capture the Magic community on Facebook um, because these are our opinion. Of what we enjoy the most. Yes, so, and first one we're going to do is Dapper Dan's. Um, and you gather round when the Dapper Dan's come to town. The finest barbershop <laughs> quartet in a two-block radius. Uh, now, this is several showings per day. I'm pulling these times as they relate to December. Um, they obviously could change through the year. But this is on up and down Main Street. Uh, 945, 1105, 1205, 1245, 320, and 410. And... Dapper Dan's are awesome. They're, you know, they're, well, it's a barbershop, barbershop quartet, um, and they have the little, you know what you call the little bell thingies that they- The cowbell? The ring. No, but it's not a cowbell. Remember, it's like, it's a whole bunch of like long bells that are on that little clicky thingy that they shake. <laughs> okay. 
and it's cool. And they do that, and then they sing uh, Disney songs and, and other types of songs that a barbershop quartet would do, and they're absolutely amazing. Um, yeah. Have you have you seen them recently? Because I do remember I was at Magic Kingdom one day. It might even when I went down for that pass holder uh, shopping event that I think I caught them on the way out. Um, I'm not sure if I have recently heard them like recently. They're mm-hmm. so so good. Uh, they're entertaining and they get the crowd involved a bit, which is always fun of course um and it's just i like it because it's still that element of streetmosphere i mean even though they're at these specific times you feel like it's just kind of like it just pops up and it kind of happens you know yeah so i didn't know there was actually times right i know you wouldn't really know but it's up and down main street it's it's again it's one of those i think you could uh you know uh, grab a Grab something to eat or out of the confectionery there or get a, mm-hmm. a coffee or whatever and just stand and, and watch them. Yeah. Um, and it is a lot of fun. Uh, you want to talk about the next one? Festival of Fantasy Parade. Um, that's fun. That is... Um, also known as the 3 o'clock parade. Oh, really? Yeah. You know what time it's at? Uh, 3 o'clock. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's always like the running joke is because cast people will ask cast members, what time is the 3 o'clock parade? It's uh, three o'clock. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Although it was moved to two o'clock for a little while. So then when you said what time is the three o'clock parade, they would say two o'clock, which was kind of strange. But that's um, funny. Yeah. So anyway, go ahead. Well, you want to line up um probably thirty minutes before. You don't need to line up too long before. Yeah. Um, but there are shaded areas around Frontierland and that's where we like to start because that's where it actually kind of st- comes out of back behind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right there to the left Splash of space. Uh, yeah, Splash Mountain. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, it's fun. It's beautiful. You've got a lot of princesses and yeah. Flynn Rider. Yeah. And and, and, and that's and where... Eugene Fitzgerald. <laughs> Fitzgerald. Her, her, Herbert. Herbert. <laughs> no, Fitz... What is it? Oh, my God. Fitzherbert, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, the, where we like to line up in Frontierland is uh, it's kind of right outside uh, the area of Country Bear Jamboree and all because there's some of the covered areas or they're shaded by trees. Yes. And um, usually the kids can get light, right along the rope and sit down and then we're kind of standing behind them. Yes. Um, it's nice because you do catch kind of the beginning of the parade. And so you're not out there as long because if you line up on Main Street, yeah. which still, again, another great place to watch it, you know, on the curb there at Main Street. But if you line up there 30 minutes prior to the start of the three o'clock parade, it might not be coming around to you till 315, 320. Right. So now you've waited longer. If yep. you're at the beginning, you're catching it earlier. Um, but if you're trying to get out of there after the parade. Oh, then you would want to be on be, Main Street. Yeah. yeah. But it's be. and it's just a but if you're going to be on Main Street, I would line up <laughs> way before 30 minutes. Right. Yeah, I would too, because it's very, very it popular. I'd get it 45 minutes to an hour. Yep. Again, it's a good time to grab a, a soda, a coffee, get you know Mickey ears or something, yep. and sit and relax. Um, what's your favorite float out of all of them? And you can you can count Maleficent that now that she's back. Um, I think she came back. She was reported that, to come but back, but <laughs> I don't know. I, I love mean, the tangled one. I just started to say that one. They're on those like big anchors yeah, swinging back swinging, and forth. Yeah. And um, I think that's my favorite yeah. if, if we're not doing the dragon, Maleficent's dragon. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what they do have, <laughs> if you're really concerned, is um, they do have a dining package for Festival of Fantasy Parade. They do. Um, and it's huh. a, a Lady in the Tramp style dining at Tony's Town Square because that is themed after Ladies in the Lady in the Tramp of course. Oh, cool. Um I don't know if you are required to get spaghetti mm-hmm. and eat it I like they did. And then yep. Yeah. It would be awkward though if it was like Jared and I testing out the dining package. <laughs> uh this is $54 for adults, 19 for children, which which is actually pretty good. Uh tax and gratuity not included. Each dining package comes complete with an appetizer, Entree, dessert, and a non-alcoholic beverage, uh, along with a VIP viewing voucher, which is actually going to be by the flagpole. Um, oh. You can you can buy alcoholic beverages there. So if it is something that you want to do and and you know have a have a lunch before the parade or even a dinner or whatever after, um, you could you know get a glass of wine or a beer, have a nice Italian meal, and uh, get VIP voucher. Yeah. I don't think it's necessary. No, um, I didn't this know. Is, yeah. 
There's I didn't know it existed, had. to be honest, until <laughs> uh, I was putting together the, the show notes and I was like, oh, there's a dining package because because I just I don't I don't think it's necessary. Right. You know, I agree. In, in these instances. Um, but they and, might that w- might be fun to do one day. Oh, of course. And, and that's the thing, too, is, you know, with the dining, it's not just about getting a good spot for the parade it's also about the experience of going to tony's town square right. and having a meal and you know everything's kind of paid for but you know i mean again shoot if they're if they're really being uh sticklers kaylin's an adult you're talking 150 oh, Lord, almost 160 180 i mean you're talking 180 dollars roughly for us to go prior to tax and gratuity hmm. so we could easily tap out at over 200 some dollars mm-hmm. uh to do this dining package it's again it's something i could see more like just you and i doing yeah. or you know Trying. something like that just to try it out but it and is an I'd option. Be curious if you could just like i mean i, I would assume obviously you could just walk up right before the parade and it's still it your- still recommends you get to the flagpole area 15 to 35 minutes before parade starts huh. so that again that's where yeah, you're you're right. You would think you just walk right up. Heck, you could walk up at three ten because the parade's not reaching you. Until, right. You know, closer to three twenty, three thirty, or right. something. I, I would think. Yeah, you could walk right up, but it's still recommended wow. fifteen to thirty five minutes prior. Well, then yes, I don't think it's no needed because you all. could go. <laughs> you could go and just eat there for less. Right. Especially with the way we eat. Right. And splitting something. Right. Even having a drink or each or whatever, and then you know getting an appetizer. So again, but. Some people love those experiences. Can't blame them. Uh, next, we're going to do, no surprise, it, to me, is the best entertainment in all of Disney, um, possibly the world. Mm, wow, that's pretty big. Happily Ever After is, at this moment in time, I think probably the greatest firework yeah, that is beautiful. projection show ever assembled. Um, it it like is to absolutely see, I would amazing. I just like to see it, like... Well, you have to grow a foot or two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you can put um, me on your shoulders. I, I, yeah, I, I feel like we've seen that before. We can talk about that. But uh, we, we like to be for this. And again, this is one you're going to, you know, you may need to line up an hour early. I mean, mm-hmm. th- this, this gets packed. And it gets packed in certain areas because certain areas are best for viewing because right. of the castle projections. Right. You know, it's not one that you just go, oh, yeah, I'll watch it from Frontierland. Okay, you're going to hear the music, you're going to see the fireworks, you're not going to really see the projections on the castle, which are a major, major part of this show. So we like to be on Main Street, uh, about halfway between the hub and the train station. Um, Again, line up, you you can sit right there, either on the curb or kind of almost in the middle of Main Street. We'll get, you know, some sodas or, again, coffee or tea or something, um, get something to eat and just just hang out and relax. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, this is kind of like waiting. You know, it's like waiting in a queue. <clears throat> just yeah. doesn't move. Um, so so plan that in. And um, again, we've talked about this before. If everybody just sat during the entire firework display, oh. everybody could see. But everybody immediately stands up. For what reason? I don't know. Because why would you want to stand there for a half hour <laughs> when you could just be sitting? Right. And then everybody's basically can see. But nope. Everybody stands up. Uh, most people put children on their shoulders. Please don't do that. Most people also put their phones in the air. Yep. Or iPads. Yep. And literally watch the fireworks through their phone as they record it. Mm-hmm. And again, and then sometimes it's right in front of my face. Yeah. And again, if if somebody ever comes back for a trip. And we're hanging out with them and they're like, hey, I would like to show you a 20 minute firework display that I took on my phone. I'm going to say, well, it's been nice being friends, but (laughs) this is over now because why would I want to watch that? And if I do want to watch it, I'm going to go out to YouTube and find somebody who did it more professionally with like a 4K camera, (laughs) not their shaky hand in portrait mode. Your hand gets tired holding it up there, Mm -hmm. especially when you're holding like a. 13 inch ipad pro like some people we've seen i think before <laughs> yes. um but there, there is nothing like happily ever after yeah. i think and these have a lot of di- dining packages correct yeah well a lot of the dessert parties okay. um and i didn't list all the dessert parties under here but you you do have i think there's at least two or three different dessert parties now um and it would not surprise me if we if we see um something similar come that they're doing with the tony's christmas party during the Christmas parties. Um, so okay. that's the party over a party. Uh, and okay. and it would not surprise me if we start to see a happily ever after 
dining package at Tony's and it's yeah. it's appetizers and it's more of a meal, uh, which is again what I wish they would switch all of the dessert parties to anyway. I'm just not a dessert party fan. I don't want to pay, right. you know, 80 bucks per person to eat a few small cupcakes and then feel sick to my stomach. <laughs> so we don't, right. you know, we don't tend to do them, but I, I can see it heading that way. Right. Um, and I guarantee it will head that way. And they'd for, still be able to go by the flagpole. I don't know where they would put them for happily ever after. I mean, you they could put them. I don't know where they would put them. But yeah, I think you would have a, a roped off area. Uh, I think this will come to Epcot when the new shows debut after mm-hmm. Illuminations is gone. Um now, Epcot, you have a lot more places to, to oh, stick people. Yeah. Uh, and again, well, depending on what the show looks like, we don't know if it'll have the same almost 360 right. viewing or what, right. or round circular viewing. Um, and then, I yeah, I, I can see it coming to, I mean, they already have Fantasmic dining packages right. over at Hollywood Studios. So I, I think this is going to become a norm. And of course, these hard ticket events are becoming more and more normal. Um, our, our one character meet and greet, this, I think, should be on everybody's list. If you've ever met him, who is it? Gaston. And where do you meet Gaston? Actually, over um, near his tavern. Um, yeah, over there in Fantasyland. The popcorn? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's actually, even? yeah, I think even <laughs> traditionally, not just the, the um, Halloween party, it's, you're, you're looking at Gaston's tavern on the left, and he will come out through there, but then the, the meet and greet's happening more uh, to the side of the shop. Okay. Uh, right where that popcorn cart yeah. is, is That's where I think nice. it normally does happen. And this goes from 10 to 4.30 every day. Um, it's it's I think it's the, the best character meet yes. and greet anywhere. Yeah, he is great. Anywhere on property. He is hilarious. Uh, he's sometimes, um, I don't want to say mean, <laughs> but he is, he's quite honest and he truly plays the character of, Gas- of Gaston. Yes. And Very absolutely arrogant. love him. Yeah, arrogant. Is, is the word, yep. yeah, cocky, arrogant. Uh, yep. He is awesome. Highly, highly recommend that you you do this and work this meet and greet in because, yeah, you will not regret it. You will no. laugh the entire time. Yep. And it's one that I love so much because any other meet and greet, as you're waiting in line, you're not enjoying other people's meet and greets, really. I mean, sometimes you see right. a really cute kid run up to Tinkerbell and everybody right. goes, oh, right. but him... Everybody in line is watching and listening the whole time, and it's funny the it entire is. time. Yeah. So even waiting is well, well worth it. Yes. All right, let's move over to uh, Epcot. And Epcot's got <coughs> a lot of different entertainment because you have all these different countries going on. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and, of course, you have Illuminations at night. You've got, you know, some some different shows you've got all the you know impressions de france and canada and and uh china have their different indoor shows and all but um we are going with um all live entertainment uh first one being in japan and that's the jeweled dragon acrobats Uh, um so this happens this is basically 10 after the hour from 410 last showing is at 810 so 410 510 610 and so on till 810 um okay they're awesome to watch. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're, you've got ones on like stilts. They're doing flips off each other. They're doing lots of cool things. Yeah, um, it is neat. And it, it can get a little busy, but we've also walked up and, and just kind of caught it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are plenty of areas to sit r- right around there. Kind of, It's like right out in that little courtyard uh, outside of Lotus Blossom Cafe and where Nine Dragons is. And they're just, they're a lot of fun. And I think... Epcot now is doing some of the best live entertainment like this within each of the countries, don't you nice. think? Yeah. Yeah. You like these guys? You don't seem impressed that this is on the list. Uh, um, yeah, I mean, they're good. They're very good. I mean, compared to probably other things. Yeah. Compared to other things. <laughs> like compared to people who don't do flips <laughs> and like land on each other's shoulders. Right. Yeah, they're, they're okay. I yeah. mean, it's, uh-huh. yeah. That's not bad. You know, I could do that. All right. Well, you can <laughs> you can you can talk about the next one then, because if you don't like this one, then oh no, these... what to say. I might be looking for a new co-host. I was just kidding. Okay. <laughs> these are um, they call them your jammeters, yeah. and they're in Future World, um, East. So the uh, test track. I started to say, section. yep, right, yep, past the giant. World of Di- not World of Disney, 
What's that? Mouse, mouse gears. Yes, thank you. Mouse gears. Yep. Yeah, you go and under then, that under that covering and then it's into Future like World right East, there. and they're right there. Yep. Yeah. Um, and they are fun. They always bring out trash cans or mm-hmm. stoves or you're doing food and wine it's stoves yeah. and pots and pans yeah that uh, traditionally really it is trash cool. cans okay yep um and they jam and sing <laughs> and beat those drums jam <laughs> um and they are the jamiters because they're they are janitors jam, but they, they give it jam out. just kidding just give out jam Oh boy, that was a rough <laughs> joke. Uh, but they're at 920, 1010, 1110, 1210, 135, 235, and 335. Again, I didn't know they had times because when we're walking past yeah. and they come out, then we're like, ooh. And then sometimes yeah. we just stand And they just and roll up them. quick. Oh, they do. Yeah, and, and I don't think a lot of people know that th- this one quick. does have times because you're right. It's normally like a group has to gather, they're not just sitting there waiting for them. Yeah. Um, another another thing you can do if if you rope drop, which we highly suggest you do, Epcot, uh, and you get up there, and they're going to line you up right under Spaceship Earth behind the rope before they drop it, and jammers come out usually about quarter of oh, yeah. opening, so eight forty five, and they play and entertain you for that last kind of ten minutes of wait. So that's another yes. time that you could catch them, and then they're working their way right over to Future World East for that nine twenty show. All right, number one. This I don't know if this will surprise everyone. If it'll surprise you, you're squinting your face over there because it's not Illuminations, what which might that? be blasphemous. Uh, it is the Servier Amusant server <laughs> Amusant. This is trademarked, by the way. This is <clears throat> in um, France. Chair guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. You think this? Do you think this deserves to be? Up here? Would you rather watch this than Illuminations? Because I would. Um, well, he doesn't shoot fireworks, but yes. It would be dangerous. <laughs> very, very dangerous. He's very talented <laughs> and very fun to watch and very scary. Yeah. So what to what watch. is it? Paint a paint a word picture of oh, what this gosh. guy does. Well, he has a bunch of chairs that he starts stacking on top of each other and then climbs up them and then even a giant wine bottle and then mm-hmm. there's another guy on the ground that kind of he gets high enough that he has to throw things to him um and he never talks they have a whistle yep and they're always blowing the whistle yeah. and like <clears throat> they talk with the whistle yeah like they'll ask somebody something and yeah and they like respond and yeah whistle Whistleblowing. Yeah. Tweets. Like maybe it would be. But not like Twitter tweets. Whistle <laughs> tweets. Um Yeah, I mean we're talking I mean if you've seen if you've if you watch like America's Got Talent and all, I mean there's these types of, of yeah. acts on there and literally he is taking wooden chairs, balancing them up to like six or seven yeah. on top of a table, and then he's getting on top and even doing like a handstand. I started on to say them. and then yeah, doing like and this it's where amazing you need to watch. Some strength. Yeah. And he has it. And, and it's like, you know, he's probably not going to fall, but you feel like he might fall. Oh gosh! So it so it is like it's oh, kind it's, of intense. It is. You know, I it I, so is. I love it every um, time. Yeah, I mean, and, and I know again, he's not going to fall, but every time, right? It's still intense, right? And uh, yeah, I mean, Illuminations is 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 good. It's really really good. But I, I just I think these are the things that make. Epcot and especially the World Showcase is, you know, even even the in China, the drummers, mm-hmm. you know, are, are fun to watch yeah. or the uh, in um, Italy, the there's another guy that blows whistles. Do they just not talk in Europe? <laughs> I just imagine everybody walking <laughs> through the streets blowing whistles at each other. <laughs> but um, he blows the whistles over there and does like, I don't even know what that guy does, but he's in Italy and he has like, uh, he gets kids from the crowd to come out and he does things with like soccer balls and juggling and he do, I mean does all these weird little kind of things but again he's only blowing a whistle he doesn't and not the same guy no and then he goes up on the chairs too no no okay. there is a significant um difference in build between these two folks <laughs> I will say because that chair dude is ripped yeah um and he's little he's a little dude 
Yeah. Well, I mean, you're bouncing on chairs like yeah. that and stuff. It really is amazing. Yeah. I think it's awesome. Um, but feel free to blast me in the in the <clears> Facebook <throat> group or on on Twitter that you think Illuminations or something else should have been up here. Um, for meet and greet, it's going to kind of be a two-parter. Uh, originally, <coughs> I'm going with Baymax at Heroes Workshop. And this is right across from the character meet and greet for Mickey and Minnie, Donald, all of that. Next to Joy and Sadness. Nine runs from 9 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. every day. Uh, of course, with any of these characters, they do need to take breaks. Mm-hmm. You know, even even Baymax has to go. Has to go. Recharge. Yeah, recharge. I was trying to use a bathroom, <laughs> some sort of bathroom <laughs> reference, but yours is much, much better. Um, so sometimes they do have to take breaks. So and, and those, you know, you really don't know when they're happening, but they're not very long. So um, you'll be good. But to me, there's just something about seeing a life size Baymax that looks exactly like he did in the movie it's really cool and you feel like it's a like well it is a real Baymax but it truly (laughs) feels like it's Baymax and he will he will always fist bump you yeah and you can balala Mm -hmm. him um I think it's just fun and I like the setup of Heroes Workshop it makes for great photos there's nothing like watching your kid hug Baymax Mm -hmm. this big huge inflatable Awesome. And now, Hero companion. has not been with him, correct? No, no, no. Um, <clears throat> that would be really cool, though. Uh, yes. Or, yeah, or I'd like to see him in his um, uh, armor. Yeah. Would be cool, too. That'd be cool. <laughs> um, what, I, what I have as a runner-up, because this is this is brand new, this just started November 21st, is Ralph and um, Vanellope are there now, uh, inside of Where Innovations West. We saw them... Uh, years and years ago, because it would have been after the first uh, Wreck-It Ralph came out, and they were at Hollywood Studios, and I want to say they were in um, the One Man's Dream at the time area, now where uh, you've had Star-Lord and Groot, and it's converting over to to Mike and Sully. I remember they don't sign books. No, they They, do not. Well, well, first of all, Ralph can't, because his (laughs) hands are so big, and he would wreck it. But... (laughs) <laughs> well done. <laughs> um, but I—that's was... what they should do. You hand him, you hand him your autograph book, and he, he just, just throws it on the ground, it. or he just punches it, or something. Yep. Although he doesn't wreck things in the second movie, he's kind of a softy. He just really went to like a big. I don't even know what the word would be. Okay. Well, anyways, I'm surprised Vanellope doesn't sign. But yeah, I just don't think you she's... can have one sign and not the other. Um. Uh. That makes sense. <laughs> I don't know. If, I don't know if they've changed it because you know this just started. Maybe we'll try and see what it's like when we're there in two days. Um, okay. We'll, well, maybe we can go go see you know how it's going. But uh, I remember him being great, and again to see Ralph in relation to Vanellope, he is a he's huge. Li- yeah, like he's he's the size you imagine he yeah. would be, and he is gigantic, yeah. and it's just so cool. To see some of these characters brought to life. I personally, face characters are great. You know, princesses and all are great. Yeah. But you don't get the true, to me, you don't get the true sense of that's who you saw in the movie. You know what I mean? Whereas, like Baymax, it perfectly translates. Anything with the masks, the full-headed masks and all, or headgear, whatever you want to call them, perfectly translate. Yeah. Like, this is truly like pulling... Ralph out of the animated movie and boom there he is yeah whereas you pull Elsa out and it's a regular human being it doesn't have the same face facial structures right. and the same, you know what I mean right just so that's why I love the same with you know I mean Mickey and Minnie let's go to the classics yeah. I like those because it is it's like they pulled them right out of the cartoons right. in a sense and literally brought them to life right and I just I love that so either of those I think you'll really really enjoy all right we're gonna move on to Hollywood Studios and why don't you give a little talky talk about our first one? <laughs> um, Indiana Jones stunt spectacular stunt spectacular. You okay there? Yes. Say that again. Indiana Jones stunt spectacular. What is the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular, Rhonda? It is an Indiana Jones show. <laughs> um, that involves stunts. Yep. This is spectacular. It is. Okay. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it is huge, and yeah. um, it can contain a lot of people. And unfortunately, they are letting it contain 
so many people that if you don't a get a fast pass or b get there early yeah you are either standing or you can't see yeah yeah because um, they, they do standing room only and as long as this show has been around as many as they do a day, because they do five showings a day, so you have them at noon, one fifteen, three fifteen, uh, four forty-five, and the last showing is at six. This thing still fills up on a mm-hmm. regular basis, and on you know, every show, yeah, it and, seems like. and you have a lot of people. You know, I see out on social media saying, "Why is this thing still going? It's been around so long. They haven't changed it. Uh, you know, it it could go away, and I wouldn't care." Apparently, a lot of people still care because it fills yeah. up. Yeah, um, I, it would be nice for it to get an update. But you're talking making an update to this thing is major. Yeah, because it is actually like they are filming a Indiana Jones show or the movie. Yeah. Um, that's And that's what they basically portray it as. And they actually get some actors. Well, excuse me. They actually get some of you lovely people. The audience. Audience. And there is... Well, that's a spoiler. Yeah, I I would think that most people have have seen it, but let's not spoil the one really, really cool part. Um, But But they do take you from the audience. um, If you are that type of person. I mean, now you're going down there and they are having you as an extra. Yeah, they are having you like maybe do things like act scared or scream or it's my worst nightmare. Yeah. But I mean, they take somebody that yeah. wants to be taken, and, and that's what I actually like about this. I wish, I wish it could be the same for um, Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. I wish it could be on a volunteer basis, not um, a voluntold basis. Yeah, uh, I, I would, I would like it better, and I would actually go to Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor. I don't mind Indiana Jones because you're right; they're not just picking people right. at random. You, there, people are raising their hands, and there's yep. plenty of people that are okay with right. with going down there, but. Um, I will say if you have if you have smaller children that maybe don't do well with like fireworks, the yeah. sound and stuff, uh, be careful because we have seen this show plenty of times when Lacey was very young and yep, sure. had her face buried into my chest mm-hmm. the whole time while I covered her ears because there are explosions, there are some fire, there's right. gunshots, things like that. Yep. But but it um, is really really cool. Yeah, and and this is this is kind of this is the last. Yeah, this really is it as far as what. Hollywood Studios MGM was, which was oh, all about right. how movies are made. Right. You know, we're watching everything now with Toy Story Land and with Galaxy's Edge opening and, and whatever else they're going to have in the future. I think there'll be a Pixar Land. Um, they're putting you, the movie's already been made. Now they're putting you into it. So, right. you know, we spent almost 30 years because the 30th anniversary is coming up of park opening of how movies were made. Now they've all been made. Right. So they're just going to put you in them. Right. So this is really one of the last ones. And, and I, I really, I don't want this to go away. Um, I, I would like to see a resurgence of the Indiana Jones franchise. Well, isn't there an Indiana Jones movie coming back out? There's supposed to be, uh, and it's still supposed to be Harrison Ford, who is now 117. No, so he's, not. <laughs> he's uh, but, but I mean, again, I, Chris Pratt should be the next Indiana Jones, mm. I think. I don't know if that's too similar to Jurassic World, uh, kind of, as in a sense, but mm-hmm. just, I mean, God, he would be a perfect mm-hmm. Indiana Jones. Like, I can't even I think of another person that would, would so perfectly do it. So, yeah. but, I, but I would love to see a new trilogy come out, and maybe this is, you know, uh, a re- somebody who's related to Indy, and in the first one, he's kind of passing it on. Yeah. You know, and, and so I, I would so like to see that. That would probably change then once Then, that then it potentially could. Yeah. Um, or it's a huge plot of land in Hollywood studios. And if they find they need it for whatever land, oh. either, either they, either they, they wipe out, you know, star tours and convert Backlot express and they go into Muppets courtyard or something. And, and we talked about this on the dis dudes, dudes and make all of that a, um, Indiana Jones themed land. Then they could update oh. the show, keep it in. Right. You get an Indiana Jones quick service restaurant. You do a ride inside start where Star Tours is. Oh. You know, you then have okay. some additional area, maybe Streetmosphere. Maybe you, it looks like Cairo. They convert Muppets Courtyard to look like Cairo or something. You could get a 3D show. I mean, so you could definitely do things. Right. But that 
I do think Indiana Jones as a whole, we'll move on to the next one here. I think Indiana Jones as a whole is certainly a franchise that will live for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. But I think it needs to come back for them to truly continue to use it. Right. If that makes sense. Okay. Um, all right. Number two. This will probably be uh, no surprise to anyone is for the first time in forever frozen sing along celebration. Uh, this is on the uh, half hour on the half hour, the half hour. That makes sense, right? Seven. I mean, yeah. Yeah. 30. On the half hour, 1030 to 730 last showing at 730. So 1030, 1130, 1230. Every hour on the half hour. Yeah. Well, I think would make sense. Okay. <laughs> um, it, it's the retelling. You know, you have your uh, your storytellers, um, and it is the retelling Eric of Frozen. And Arya. Yeah, and and no matter what, this show is good. Right. And if you are sick of Frozen, you're you're tired of hearing all the songs from Frozen. Um, go see this because it, so I think good. it brings some new life to it, and it and it's good at making fun of itself. Yeah. And the success of the movie. Yep. And if we've said a million times, if you get Ben. Uh, at Equity Bin on Instagram, he is. It will be one of the best. Phenomenal. I, like I would put this up with one of the best entertainment pieces in all of Disney World if he is yes. playing Eric. Yep. Um, yep. I everybody agree. else is good. They're just not Ben. And right. Anytime we see somebody else do it, we still laugh. Yes. And sometimes there's a little surprise here or there. But when Ben is doing it, you have no idea what's about to happen. <laughs> it's awesome. I, I mean, again, if he did. And he laughs at himself. Yeah, if he so did fun. five or six shows in a row, I would watch all five or six. And, I bet and you would not get the same yep. thing yep. twice. Yep. He is the Pearl Jam of Disney World. <laughs> because Pearl Jam, I've seen them three to four times in a tour. Never had even close to the same set list. They change it every single night. Huh. Most bands don't do that. They play the exact same set list through an entire tour. So he is the Pearl Jam of Disney World. You like that analogy? Uh But he's, I mean, we have moments, there are literally times that I'm just sitting around and I burst into laughter because I remember something that he did one time. Yeah. Like the time the lady almost gave him a baby. (laughs) So (laughs) he did, I can't can't remember why, I can't remember what what part it was and it led into it, but he just held his hands and he went to hold his hands in the air and do the Hasafania from Lion King. And he looks over in the crowd and he says, hey, lady, give me your baby. And she stands up with the baby. Yeah. And he just bursts into laughter. And then even at the end, as the curtain's closing, he like yells at that lady almost gave me a baby. Like yeah. he's just he's awesome. I mean, he oh, my God, we haven't seen him there in so long because now he's doing uh, he's Tony at Tony's Town Square. Right. For for the the party inside a party, uh, he's doing things at the Edison as one of the scientists. Uh, he's in Hoopty Doo Review. I mean, he is making he's his rounds. Man. Yeah, he does his own show and stuff on like Instagram and YouTube. Um, so Which he, he is. Yeah, he's very very busy. So we we have not seen him there in a long time. But and I still get these like bouts of anxiety when we're going into that show I until know, the moment like, they walk out. But now the when historians, I go, I just. I kind of expect he's not, not going to be there. there. And, and that there, new that new kid is good yeah. though. The the one um he's a younger guy. We know I maybe saw him for the first time. It's probably been 4 or 5 months. Uh might have actually been back in May that I saw him for the first time. And again, he walked out and I'm like, that's not Ben. <laughs> Do I get up and leave? <laughs> so I stay yeah. and he was really really good. Yeah. Um I think I remember you Yeah, cuz cuz a lot of these are improv actors. You know, that mm-hmm. are doing other things. And so they have a, a perfect way of just going with the flow and doing ad lib and all. Um, so number one is actually a, a two parter because you have the Disney movie Magic, which premieres right before Star Wars, a galactic spectacular. Um, it is the holiday season right now. So Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam is in mm-hmm. place of Star Wars, Galactic Spectacular. Uh, Star Wars will be back, I believe, New Year's Eve. Oh, okay. But um, all right, so Disney movie Magic plays uh, right before at eight ten. This is a ten minute, del- this ten minute delight features scenes from Disney's greatest hits, including the Indiana Jones and the Pirates of the Caribbean movie series. Uh, also, we get a lot of Guardians in the Galaxy mm-hmm. in this one, and you get I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Yeah. Projected, and this is, you know, Chinese theater, surrounding buildings, full projections on all. You get lasers in the air. Mm-hmm. Pew 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 pew. <laughs> you get uh, fireworks. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's awesome, and this boom, leads. Boom. Le- 
<laughs> this leads up to uh, people don't even have to go see it. If they watch this on YouTube later, they'll see lasers. Pew, pew, pew. And they'll see fireworks. Boom, boom. <laughs> Just look like you're raising the roof, which I hate, by the way. I do not like people who raise the roof. Like, when is that done? It needs to be over. And they let the dogs out. <laughs> yes. I would rather, I would rather uh, find out who let the dogs out than have somebody raise the roof. But that's just me. Anyway, so um, th- this is really cool. And it then leads you up into Star Wars, a galactic spectacular. Uh, conclude your day in a galaxy far, far away with a nighttime spectacular bursting. Boom, boom. With memorable <laughs> Star Wars moments. Uh, is it 830? And I love this fireworks show. Yeah, I, I, I just think it's great because yeah. I just I love the combination. I love that Disney has you know does such a great job of taking a traditional fireworks show set to music and adding projections and lasers. But since it's the holiday season, let's talk about the Jingle, jingle Bell, Bell Jingle, jingle Bam, Bam. I think is awesome <clears throat> because not only is it amazing. <clears throat> excuse me, my throat does not. I know, this want is why to we drink tea. To, I'm, oh man, I might need to steal the rest of your tea before <laughs> this is over. <laughs> Anyways, um, I do apologize. So. Um, back to Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam. When it, first of all, it's fantastic. Um, and second of all, to me, when you're leaving, when it's done, you know, most times you're just like, oh, okay, it's done, it's over. But when you're leaving and you're walking down, what is that street? Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood Boulevard. Yeah. Thank you. Welcome. And all the um, decorations yeah. are there, and it snows as you're walking out. Um, it you don't feel like it's over. Yeah. You just it's it's just yeah. That's a really good point. Yeah. I, I, the, yeah. That exit out of Hollywood Studios during the holiday season when Jingle Bell Jingle Bam is amazing because it's when it's over it's it's closing the yes it's yeah closing the yeah, um, yeah. technically technically right now um, park is closing I think it is at eight. Fantasmic is at 8, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bam is at 8.30, so nothing else is open. Right. Um, and then what we like to do, and, and we've mentioned this a lot of times on, on previous shows, is line up 30 to 45 minutes. You could even do an hour, mm-hmm. especially if you're doing Jingle Bell, Jingle yep. Bam during the holidays. There's going to be, all right, you're going to have Chinese theater, you're going to have a bunch of people, then you're <laughs> going to have a roped off or a taped off taped walkway, off. Yeah. and then you're going to start another bunch of people we like to be if you can be there right there on the the back side of the taped off walkway because you're going to get a great viewing spot this is one see and this is like one where when we did the star wars dessert party um the viewing spot is right there in front of chinese theater it was too close for me oh was it because of the way that this is a a 180 degree viewing show um i like i like to be a little bit further back so you can really see everything and not feel like you're watching a tennis match you know, with your head back and forth. Um, so I like this spot. Plus, you're going to get the awesome uh, guys, uh, a cast member. Uh, there's two different ones that I know of. Um, there's an older gentleman, and then there's a guy with red hair and glasses who we've had before. Yeah. Um, he's got the little little speaker on his belt thing that you a lot of times see security have out front when they're directing people and his microphone. And not only is he helping direct f- the flow of traffic, get right. through these two bunches of people, but he is also... Um, Giving you Disney trivia mm-hmm. and really, really interesting. So uh, that's what I like too. Again, over left side, Chinese theater, there's a great beer and pretzel cart. You I just know. heard to say, yeah, it's um, nice too if you get, have a couple of people and yeah. you sit down and then, you know, they one person gets up and goes and gets a drink or something and yeah. comes back. And then, um, yeah, it is, it's just really nice. And again, it's so funny because everybody sits down, but as soon as it starts, everybody stands stand up. up. Yep. But it is great too if you have kids for the kids to be. Um, one of the times we did, I did it with um, the spectacular Star Wars one was um, with my parents, and um, there was adults in front, and they were nice enough to let the girls yeah. in front. Of yeah, so they could them, see. So they yeah, could see. yeah. So. No, I, yeah, I think it's one too where if you're going to wait, you know, and sit there for forty five minutes to an hour. Um, but that Make is if fun. you want to get that spot. Right. Then that's when you need to get you there. You do need to get there. Because we, st- and, and we still have trees and we still have some different towers. So your view can be obstructed right. if you're off to the side. So you really right. just want to be center. But get yourself. Yeah, they have beer, cider. Um, I love Hot to get chocolate. I love to get a pretzel with the plastic cheese and then popcorn. And then dip the popcorn in the cheese. <laughs> it's a game changer. I'm telling you. If you mm-hmm. have not done that, 
it is amazing. You're going to get messy because you're going to get cheese all over your fingers and mm-hmm. stuff, but it is delicious. All right. Who is our pick for character meet and greet at Hollywood Studios? Star Wars Lunch Bay. Lunch Bay? <laughs> it's Launch Bay. I said Launch. It sounded like you said Lunch. <laughs> Who is it? <coughs> Kylo Ren. Yeah. Uh, this runs nine to eight. Um, why Kylo Ren? Because he's scary as crap. <laughs> I don't like it. He, he really. Is, he is, yeah. And I'm scared of him. Yeah. I. I but. I, yeah, it's another, you kind of don't know what to expect. And it actually, right. like, he kind of puts you in your place. And I love, I like watching people go up you know, maybe before you and they all walk up and they're like, Hey, what's up, Kylo Ren? And he's like, get over there. And they kind of are like, Oh, is he serious? <laughs> like they don't really know how to take it. Uh. And kids usually stand back a little bit. And it was, I thought we were maybe at one point going to get the Kylo Ren meet and greet um, of him shirtless with the high pants. Remember they came up like halfway up his, over his <laughs> belly not button. Gonna do that. What if they did? What if that was the oh, meet and Lord. greet? They're not. But um, not only Kylo's in there, but um, there's um, Chewy. 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 Honestly, Chewy's I think you could just great. put Launch Bay. Yeah. I mean, you really could. I just started to say. That's because then you've got BB-8 too, which is really cool. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. And BB-8 responds to you yep. in bleeps and bloops. <laughs> <laughs> not whistles. Nope. Not like over in World Showcase where you would go up and be like, hey, BB-8, and he just blows a whistle in your face. <laughs> but he will respond and yep. his head turns and everything. But And Chewie's great because he's he's he likes to give warm hugs. That's Olaf. I know, but Chewie likes to as well. He likes to give hairy hugs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, Keep ma- yeah, make sure, I was going to say, <laughs> make sure mouth is closed when you go, when you get in there. Or yeah, you're gonna pull away he, some. You might pull away some fur. And he, and he is, is really ma- tall. again. He is yeah, massive. He is. he is the size mm-hmm. of Chewie, which is so freaking cool. Yeah. Um. All right. Next, we're gonna move on to Animal Kingdom, and the first one on here is up a bird show. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I would not make any <laughs> list anywhere except for worst shows in Disney, and it would be the only one on it. Okay. We'll just do an episode, and it'll be like these are the worst entertainment in Disney. Up a great bird adventure. All right, thanks for listening. We'll see you real soon. Like, that would just be it. It is god-awful. All right, the first one is um, Buradika. You stop in to hear some of Harambe's finest musicians filling the marketplace with lively, infectious rhythms of Afro-pop. I like that word, Afro-pop. That's awesome. Nobody has an Afro. That's true. It seems like it should be Afri Afri pop because it's taking off Africa because this is the African section. I'm thinking an Afro, right? Big old hair. Yeah. Huh. That's a good <laughs> point. But this is in Harambe. Um, this will go for thirty minutes, and this is every hour, half past the hour, from two thirty to six thirty. And there's a stage oh, right there. It's uh, it's between the Dawa Bar and the busiest the bathrooms, bathrooms on the planet. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> um. It, it's it's fun like it's again it's great uh african inspired music um f- they have a full band but they've also got uh drums and what are they god what are they called gym bass i think that's what they're called oh, the, the one drums and on youtube you should like integrate kaylin dancing when they bring they will bring it's really cool they will, uh, here is one now this is a little more of a voluntold situation if you decide oh. to get a little lively and you decide to dance, they may call you out and try and get you up there. And so be ready. Uh, Kaylin got up there and did her go-to, which is flossing, flossing. Which I will say, as much as I'm, I'm sick of that one as well, like I'm ready for that 15 minutes up, she's good. Yeah. She is one of the quickest flossers she I have seen. Uh, but no, it's great. And, and it's fun. And a lot of times they'll bring up um, a group of people and they'll teach them the the dances yeah. that they're doing, which is fun to watch. Um, yeah. It is awesome if there's if like a bachelorette not... party oh yeah and they get up the group of like all the bachelor or all the bachelorettes of all the the women women um the bri- the, yeah there you go those people and <laughs> no but if they get them up there and they're teaching them it's awesome and it's so cool because sometimes you'll get like that guy or that girl that just gets up there and they're like they can really dance and they're yeah. into it and yeah. it's almost like they're part of the show so yeah. i think it's just a lot of fun and it never been to africa don't know if these types of things just break out while you're walking down the streets, but it gives you that true feel of like, yeah, it's just amazing. It's just this awesome, immersive feeling. Um, <clears throat> next, we're going to move on to 
even though we don't see this a lot and it's been a while, I think this this truly belongs because it is incredible. Yeah, it is really uh, and that's really Finding good. Nemo the musical. Uh, of course, it's based on the hit animated movie, This Must See. <laughs> Adventure makes a splash with spectacular music and stunning theatrical puppetry. I want to sit in the room of the people that write these. Because what? it would just be hilarious. Like, I can just see a guy, like, I don't know why I see a guy typing up and he's like, based on the hit animated movie, this must see. See. What if I did see, like, S E A? Oh, my hey, God. Hey, Bob, come here. Look what I did. And then Bob's <laughs> like, oh, that's awesome. I see what you did there. And then they uh, say, makes a splash. Mm-hmm. This is a great show, though. It's every hour uh, on the hour, 11, and then last showing is at 4. Mm-hmm. Um, this, is a, this is a Broadway. This yeah. Broadway style production yep. using incredible puppetry. Yes. And it great really music. Cool. Yep. Um any seat to me is a good seat. Yeah. You know, I mean it's well, except yeah. none of them are good seats because they're no, these actually have backs on them. These yeah. seats actually have backs on them, okay. which I like. But <clears throat> and everybody sits down. Why don't we take these shows and combine the way people take them in with fireworks? Yeah. You know? What What if, like, all of a sudden Finding Nemo started and everybody just stood up? Yeah, that would suck. They'd be escorted from the building. They would be crazy people. You wouldn't just stand up at that. Yeah. you do it at a concert. Yeah. But anyway, this is, it's great. Yeah. I, I, we don't see it because the kids don't want to see it, and I don't know why. Because uh, it's, it's long, I guess. Yeah. I don't know either, but it's you like it, it is. Yeah, no, I do. It's really good. Yeah, I mean, Animal Kingdom does a live show they, better than anybody, oh, I can, which is going to lead us then right into you that. talking about number one. Um, yes, Festival <clears throat> of the Lion King. It is absolutely amazing, and it says it is a delight in a musical extravaganza celebrating the Lion King. Um, one of the greatest animated films of all time. Mm-hmm. Which they are now doing a. Air quotes live action. Yeah, which get into that discussion. Kind of funny, but anyways, <clears throat> the point is, I guarantee at some point there's a live animal in it, and then that it's live action. I don't understand why people are so okay. concerned over the wording of it. Oh my gosh! Once okay, let's, because let's there was some re- there was research done. Um, Tony from our group did some research. He did find one place in a Disney press release where they use the word live action, but they've not, from what I can tell, used it again. It's everybody else going King. out. Yeah, it's uh, everybody else going out and going live action. This isn't live. First of all, why do you care? Don't you have anything better to do with your day <laughs> than be mad that they're calling this live action when it's CGI animation? Mm-hmm. I have better things to do with my day. Well, anyways, Festival of Lion King is so great. Um, and they do pick a couple people, well, one person from each section mm-hmm. out. Um, but they're down low. So as long as you're not down low. You're safe. You're safe. <laughs> um, but it is, I mean, the songs, the the dance. Yeah, the, the birds, floats. The I mean, the floats that the even floats. come in. Like, um, yeah. yeah. It um, is fantastic. Fire guy. Oh, yeah, he's great. amazing. Yep. Um, also, the only place you will see uh, tattoos on a performer at Disney. A cast member. Yeah, and the luau. Yeah. You see him at the luau. Um, but other than that, you do not see visible tattoos on any cast member Correct. or performer. Correct. Because it would be weird if you went up to meet Elsa and she had like a big Mike Tyson face tattoo. <laughs> that would probably throw it off a little bit. A little bit. <laughs> I bet she has a tattoo of Olaf somewhere. Like on her butt cheek. I don't think so. <laughs> no. um, I, I, would, I would put, the, I, like honestly, if we're talking everything we've talked about, um, ranking all the entertainment, for me, Happily Ever After is number one. This is number two. Yeah, it uh, is I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's, it's so, so good. Um, check it out. Uh, be ready for um, everything from your waist down to fall asleep because these are like slotted wood benches and yeah. they're about as uncomfortable as they can get. Yes. And usually Lacey ends up sitting on my lap just to get above the people <laughs> and see. So it really, like I can barely walk after it. Um, for our character meet and greet here, this one's going to be a little different because I'm going with Donald at the dig site, which you only get to see once. Yep. And it's when the dig site opens, opens at 10 a.m. Yep. And we f- we fell on this just by chance. Yep. That was um, really cool. 
we were we were at Animal Kingdom. The kids loved to go into the dig site. Uh, even even Kaylin, who's almost eleven, yep. which watching her dig in that whatever they are mini pebbles, whatever the heck they are, <laughs> I love to yeah. see because they're still like she's growing up too fast. Yes. <laughs> um, but what you're going to get is at the opening if you get line up about nine forty five in front of the dig site area, and then Donald's actually going to come in mm-hmm. with cast members to open the dig site, mm-hmm. and you get to follow him through the playground area over the over the little bridge um <laughs> i just randomly think of things and they make <laughs> me laugh <laughs> on uh dumb and dumber at the beginning when jim carrey's in the back of the limo that he's driving and he rolls the window down and he's talking to the girl and he says uh, you know oh beautiful accent where are you from and she says austria and he's like oh let's throw another shrimp on the bobby but she's giving him directions and at one point she says over the bridge and that just popped in my head I got okay. I got issues. Uh, so you go over the, you follow Donald over the bridge, and then you line up, and um, you get a photo with him from a photo pass, mm-hmm. and then you get a signed shovel, yep, little shovel like they use over there, yep. And it was it was one of the coolest things we just fell upon, and we did not know that they did this, and mm-hmm. it was so awesome. And then kids dug for a while. Um, not again, with those shovels. Though. No, no, but we, but we have you know we've got two of the shovels signed by him, and and it's really really cool. And they're already signed by <laughs> yes. him. Yeah, they're just the but they are actually signed. It's they not are. like they're printed. Correct. Shovels they or whatever. They are signed with a sharpie. Yeah, and yeah, I just love it. I mean, I still wish they they'd put a bar in that area, but. Okay. That would be perfect for parents. But no, I just I thought it was one of the coolest things we've come upon. Yeah. It uh, was. So, we we're we're going to we're going to wrap up, but I did want to include even though this is not a park because you do not pay an admission, I did want to talk about three that we love at Disney Springs. Okay. Um the, the first is one probably is probably a bonus <clears throat> because you don't have to pay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I mean all of this is well, it's not free. You're going to pay to do these things. So, okay. um the first one I have is live music. Well, uh, you're gonna get that. this. You're gonna get this. Well, but you're gonna get this nightly at like Raglan Road. So you're gonna go and eat and drink. So you technically are gonna pay. Oh. Uh, but you have the the dancers inside, like the river dancers. Yeah, <clears throat> which is awesome to yeah. watch. It is so. I mean, they're dancing like on a table in front of you, pretty much. That's cool. Um, and then outside, they often have uh, like acoustic yep. performances, um, which are really really good. Um, you have the Edison which does nightly entertainment. Mm-hmm. I know the one time I was in there late uh, with Jared and um, Matt, um, we saw, uh, it was like a live cover band, but they had they had kind of like an old, I don't know, steampunk, whatever feel. Like it was just, so really, really good. And of course you have House of Blues. Mm-hmm. Um, then not only does House of Blues have, uh, you know, national acts that come through and is a really, really great venue, um, but they also have, you know, smaller acts. They do live music outside. They do a, a gospel brunch every Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the first place we saw 21 Pilots, mm-hmm. and I have been to a lot of concerts and a lot of venues, and this is one of my favorite because it's very intimate. Um, I've been yes. to the, it's, it, and if you've ever been to a House of Blues, they're all very similar because I've been to the one in Myrtle Beach as well. Oh. Um, Saw Bloodhound Gang there. Nice. You want to hear a cool story, real quick? Sure. So when <laughs> I was in, uh, gosh, I think I, was, I can't remember if I was in eleventh or twelfth grade, um, and me and Matt Schwartz, uh, who we're gonna see next week yep. in Disney, he's taking his whole family for their first Disney vacation. Um, we were working for the school paper, and we were big Bloodhound Gang fans from mm-hmm. when even when they came out, Firewater Burn was like when they kind of came onto the music scene, right. and so. Um, on a whim, they were coming to the 930 Club in D.C. And I was and Matt and I were like, we should we should uh, see if we can get an interview with them. Why not? So I go on their website and I find their guitarist name, whose name is Lupus, not his real name. But um, I email him and I'm just like, hey, we're at a local school newspaper. We'd love to come interview you guys. And he's like, OK. So we went and hung out backstage with the Bloodhound Gang at 930 Club, wow. did a full interview. Uh, sat with him for like an hour and a half with with Lupus and Jimmy Pop, um, DJ Q-Ball. About half of what they said were we allowed to <laughs> relay in a newspaper. <laughs> um, there were some things that I can't say on this podcast that were said, but it was cool. So anyway, it was maybe a year or two later, and, uh, and actually it was a year later, we were on a summer trip with all of our friends. We went down to Myrtle Beach, North Myrtle Beach area. We rented a house, and uh, God, I can't remember what the tour was called, but Bloodhound Gang was going to be playing at House of Blues. So I email Lupus again, 
and he never responds. Um, but I, I'm like, I'm going to get tickets to the show. So I go in and there, of course, a restaurant is attached. And mm-hmm. as I'm walking through, sitting at a table, eating is Lupus and uh, Evil Jared, their bassist. Mm. Um, first of all, these are some of the nicest people I've ever met in the entire world. And if you've listened to the Blundheld Gang's music or you see them, you would not think so. Yeah. They're the nicest, most humble people ever. Anyway, so I see him and I'm like, hey. And immediately, Evil Jared looks at me and he's like, hey, Jeremy. I'm like, what? Wow. And so I said, um, I was like, I've got my camera and all with me. Um, if you guys want me to take photos and he's like, yeah, he said, uh, just, just go to, go to the front and just tell him, um, he said, I'm going to try and get over there. I'll call the manager and see if they can put some passes, some backstage passes for you at the front. This is like 20 minutes before the show. So I go up, they aren't there. So I just go into the show and they come out and start playing and, um, evil Jared's on the right side and I kind of walk up and, uh, the security guards right in front of me. I've got my camera around my neck and he already's like, where do you think you're going? And I'm like, I'm going to take photos of the band. Evil Jared looks down while he's playing, taps the guy on the shoulder and says, let him back. Wow. And then I got to go back and took the photo. This was, it was just cool. Anyway, um, they are, they are not playing at the house of blues anytime soon, but that was just a cool story. I thought so. Thank you for listening. All right. Next we're going to go to AMC movies at Disney Springs 24. Yeah. Um, I consider this entertainment. You're going to see a show. You're going to see a movie. Um, the dine-in. Yeah, you fun. want to talk a little bit about it? Yeah, the dine-in <laughs> is really fun. Um, we did it one time, and um, when you pick online though for the chairs, like I think the way they looked, it looked like they were a lot further mm-hmm. away. So we picked the girls being in front of us instead of next to us, but we sh- totally should have been picking them next to us. Yeah, because yeah. it was a row of four chairs, um, and you have a table like in front of you mm-hmm. um with a little light <clears throat> dimmed so you know can see yeah call button um, call button. waiter or waitress yep. and yeah i mean it, it's neat um you order they pretty much come around before obviously the movie mm-hmm. starts um and you order and your food comes at some point at this point like while the movie started yeah right about when previews i want to say are starting um but yeah and it <laughs> It's that's fun. We yeah. I enjoyed that. I would like to do that again. Yeah, yeah. Full service bar. Yep. Um, my guess is what I would like to do is is see the live action with all the live animals, Lion King. Oh my god! There for y'all's birthday. Okay. Because uh, it comes out July nineteenth. Cool. So first showing should be the evening of July eighteenth. There. Awesome. Um, yeah, would absolutely love to do that. It, but a great menu, full service bar, mm-hmm. um, and good food. Yeah, really, really good food. Mm-hmm. Like high quality, good food. Yep. Uh, it's. Just, I just think it's fun. It's a real fun way to see a movie. We now again when you're online looking because there is a dine in section and there is a regular movie section. Right. It is a bit confusing. Make sure you look for the words dine in. Yep. Because now it's so weird. You go to book a movie anywhere, even when we go to our lo- local theater, and it's like um, there's a 3D version, there's a regular version, there's an XD version, there's a version where you have to wear a tie. I don't know. There's all these different things. <laughs> and so sometimes you really got to read. Right. So when we went to do Beauty and the Beast uh, live action, mm-hmm. um, I thought we got dine in. We did not. We got the regular side. Right. But. Just it, which is still great, still a really right. great movie theater. You still get to pick your seats, yep. right? Yep. Yeah, we got to pick our seats there. It's great. Yep. Um, and then the next night, who shows up there? Josh Gad, mm-hmm. and we missed him. Mm-hmm. That's somebody. That's he's on my Disney bucket list. He wouldn't be another amazing candlelight processional guy. Okay, Moving but he has on. to read it like Olaf. Okay, because Rhonda has to go to work. Finally, we're going to go to the Void. Yeah. Uh, we have done a uh, review of Star Wars: Secrets of the Empire. Uh, I've done it four times. I would do it a million more. It is awesome. Um, to, two days from now, which will be tomorrow morning by the time you're listening to this, if you listen to it on Tuesday, uh, we'll be doing Ralph Breaks VR, the new one. Yes. Um, so you got I'm either excited. one now. I'm really, really excited to see this. Yeah. Um, so this is this Sunday to Thursday. These run 10 a.m. to 11 p.m. Friday, Saturday, open from 10 a.m. to 11.30 p.m. Uh, on Sunday to Thursday, the last entry is at 10.45. Friday to Saturday, last entry is at 11.15. Uh, Monday through Thursday this is going to be twenty nine ninety five per person. Then Friday, Sunday, Friday through Sunday, holidays and holiday weeks, it's thirty two ninety five a person. So a little bit more. Are we paying thirty two then? 
Um, considered holiday? No, I don't think it's considered a holiday week. The holiday week would be, I would guess, like a week leading up to Thanksgiving, the week of Christmas. Um, But you can buy your tickets online, uh, which I would recommend you do. It's not necessary. You can walk up. But like the time Jared and I walked up, they booked us for a time about an hour later. Um, But you can book online. You can select it. Uh, This is done in four people to a group. If you are two people. They may pair you up with two right. other people. And this is for 10 and older only. Yes, yes it is. Unfortunately. Yeah. And and with, with good reason, it, it's not because of any um, like violence or anything they're going to see. It is much more because you have to wear a VR helmet and right. a vest. And they're they're heavy. Yep. Um, now, yeah. Yeah. we'll say, if you have an eight or nine-year-old who might be on the taller side or the bigger side or the more mature side, um, when you enter, you fill out your information on an iPad and you do put in their birth date. So if your child had to be born a year earlier, that's what I had to do with Kaylin when it first opened because she was a month away from being 10. Mm -hmm. Um, And even the time Kaylin and I did it, which was the the day it opened, um, there were two of us and they didn't pair two other people with us. We just did it by ourselves. When you and I did it, we were paired up. Jared and I did it, we were paired up. And then when John and I did it, we were paired up. But it's fun. I mean, you'll... You'll get yeah. to know the people real quick. But either of these are a blast. Uh, we haven't done Ralph Breaks, Breaks VR yet. We'll do a full review of that here uh, probably next week after we do it. But it's, it's again, uh, it's some of the best entertainment on property. Mm-hmm. And um, from my understanding, Ralph Breaks VR does have a scoring element to it, which oh, gives great. it replayability. Yeah. So... I'm going to try and kick your butt. Yeah. Just so you know now. And everybody right. else's butt that's in there. Okay. But uh, any anything you wanted to add? Is You think this is a pretty good list? Yeah, I do. All what do right. you think? Let us know. Yes, please. We'll post this out in the Capture the Magic community on Facebook. And please let us know what you think. Uh, what would you add? What would you take away? Uh, are we insane for not including Illuminations at Epcot? <laughs> for making the number one a guy who climbs chairs <laughs> and whistles. Uh-huh. He doesn't whistle. His little buddy does. He's dressed like a That's chef. That's true. He does not whistle. Isn't he dressed like a chef? I yes. think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe Maybe people think O Canada should be in there because they're president of the Martin Short fan club. Okay. I am not. Okay. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, if you have not already, please subscribe. And if you could leave us a rating and review. Because it helps our show grow. That's all we've got. We'll see you real soon.